You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Waste Disposal Center 3 on the original Death Star. Right, vocal fam. We have a it, look, Sarah. We did it. We first week down. Season seven. Oh, and here we are. Season seven, vocal fry. Woo! Season seven. I can't believe it. We have now broken, Wild. as we said last week, we've broken the community curse. We are no longer six seasons in a movie, unless this is the movie. Mm. Mm. I feel like it's too late for that. We're just simply by having a second episode. Yep. This is this is. Yeah. But this is the this is the premiere though. Last week was the preview. Well, I guess we'll see what happens in the next week. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, season seven premiere episode, we thought no better way um, than to have some great friends on uh, return, either returning or here for the first time. Uh, If you don't already know, the National Association of Teachers of Singing has had the largest um, expansion ever to national student Mm -hmm. auditions this fall. And we have three wonderful guests here with us, and I'll, I'll give themselves a chance to in, in, introduce themselves in a second. But um, we have uh, Elisa Bellflower with us, who is our VP for auditions, who has been like just bombarded with this at, in her time in office so far. Um, who serves with me on the executive committee, and past president Karen Brunson, um, who uh, chaired the youth and children committee, um, and then our friend Noelle Smith also back with us, uh, who chaired the CM committee, and we're excited to have everybody here. Can we just go around, Elisa, t- tell us a little bit about yourself, Elisa, and, and who you are, because you've never been on the show before. Well, good morning. I have um, been teaching at universities and also maintaining a private student studio, and um, my independent studio is my sole employment this fall after um, taking emeritus status from my former university, which is the University of Nebraska. And I um, am in my second year as vice president of auditions at Nats after having served um, on the board of directors and as a regional governor and as chapter president. So I am all about Nats. All right, Noel, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me back. Um, I'm Noelle. I have an independent voice studio um, here in Boston and New York. I have a bunch of kids on Broadway, Broadway tours. Um, I also am in the Pop CM community where I have a student that just finished being on The Voice. I have someone going on American Idol next season. So I'm kind of in the pop world. I am a recording artist. I have founded a recording choir. We do a lot of video games and crazy things. Um, and then I work with a lot of youth kids and prepping them for college auditions. So I'm the New England region governor. I am helping to roll out CM commercial music across the nation for Nats. I've been a chapter president of Boston, and I'm excited to help out any way that I can. Have you back, Karen. I'm Karen Brunson, and I am a past president of Nats. And I love being on lots of committees for Nats. I think it's so, so worthwhile. Um, I teach at Northwestern University, the Beaton School of Music. And I'm excited to be part of this because one of my passions, and I wrote a book about it, is how the voice changes from birth through old age. 
And so Nat shouldn't leave out anybody. And we aren't. And if you'd like to go back and hear either Karen or Noelle's episodes, Karen recorded an episode with us that is her name as the title of the episode. Um, you can either search that on our website or um, through the feed. Uh, we did that episode about two years ago in the fall of 2021. And then Noelle's episode, um, which also is just the, her name as the title of the episode, was about a year ago-ish, um, last October or November sometime. Um, so you can, I could point you back to those two episodes where you hear lots of uh, lots about Karen's book or lots about Noelle's stories of, with the Grateful Dead. Um, <laughs> anyway. Okay, uh, I wrote uh, a book too, Nick. <laughs> or, and, and, Noelle's, and Noelle's book. <laughs> Ah, sorry. It's one of my favorite moments of the entire podcast. Um, anyway, all right. So welcome. Elisa, why don't you jump in and tell us a little bit about, you know, the background of this expansion and like why we're doing it, you know, kind of just just give us some history here. Um, for the longest time, Nat only had classical music um, for students to sing in auditions, student auditions to receive feedback from panels of experts. And um, Nat's decided that we want to honor that all music, all genres, all styles of music is art music and worthy to be studied and um and explored by students of singing. And so we voted as um, a board to more than double the number of categories of singing that we offer for entry in our national student auditions. And we now include commercial music, which is an umbrella category in which students can sing any genre of music, basically, that's not musical theater or classical music. So including jazz, rock and roll, R&B, hip hop, ethnic styles like reggae, um, and just about any gospel, any style of music, contemporary Christian music. And we call it commercial music because there's a term that has been used for a while called CCM, which stands for Contemporary Commercial Music, but it also stands for the Cincinnati Conservatory of Music and several other things. And we did not want this category to be only contemporary music. We wanted people to be able to sing jazz standards and folk songs and all kinds of music, not just contemporary music. So we named the category commercial music, which we are now referring to as CM, not CCM. And we also added categories for the first time this year, beginning effective September 1st, these new categories go into effect. And the new categories mean that we offer participation for students to enter age 30 and as young as you can teach them, basically. Um, those ages of students are available. And then there are some categories for adults as well. Excellent. Okay, so let's, uh, let's turn to the before we get into the nitty gritty with CM, let's turn to the children and youth categories a little bit, because mm -hmm. um, Karen, I know you chaired that that committee. Um, talk to us a little bit about like, you know, w w what kind of different category, what, what were the conversations? First of all, what were the conversations like? I know some people historically in the voice community maybe haven't taught young kids. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, what were some of those conversations like? And, and, and particularly, I guess I'm interested in also what your conversations were like about 
adjudication needing to be maybe different or modified for children versus how we would, uh, you know, adjudicate a Mm -hmm. 22-year-old. So I'll just also mention who was on the committee because that is the conversation, too. Yeah. And there are some really fabulous people. So Nikki Loney, um, she has her own podcast also. And who's been on the show. Yeah, yeah, and she's (laughs) absolutely wonderful. And she's from Canada. And then Heidi Wiley and Dana Lentini, who's also written a book and has worked with Hal Leonard to get more repertoire for children's and youth. Uh, David Manel, myself, and Dan Johnson Wilmot, who knows everything about all of the categories, about all of the NATS auditions, and Elisa. And so we had some long meetings about all of this. And I mean, it's just amazing all the things that we needed to consider for one thing, you know, children can't come to these things alone. They need to be with an adult, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. with either a parent or a uh, guardian of some sort. So that was a huge issue. And getting that put into the system so that we are sure when they are setting up to do an audition, that they are carefully taken care of, that they are safe. And thinking of the adjudication, too, it's really important in our guidance about adjudicating these young people um, that we're cognizant of them as little little younger people mm-hmm. and what they can handle and what we should provide as an organization for these auditions for them. Um, we also are, we work very hard all together um, to come up with resources that we can put on the Nats website and that people can refer to about all of these things. So kind of the rubrics don't really change that we talk about tone, breath and alignment, language and diction, musicianship, artistry and ensemble. Okay, but what we need to help educate maybe the parents and the children, maybe even uh, teachers who are now going to enter into this new age bracket of uh, um, adjudicating, but also sending their students. Um, we tried to offer what some of these things might mean for these younger people. And so those resources are going to be online, uh, but the discussions and the perfect wording for it, we worked very, very hard on. And Elisa was there. Do you want to add anything to that, Elisa? I would say that I want to let everybody know that the Nats.org website is completely updated. And if you go to competitions and auditions and click on the national student auditions icon, it will take you to a page and it has a link that will take you to um, resources. And there you will see a packet that you can download about children and youth theater, um, commercial music, and these packets of resources that are genre specific, are category specific, and there are reading lists, there are, uh, for the children and youth category, there is a page that teachers can give and go over with the students and the parents explaining what a rubric is and what the adjudicators are listening for in terms that are easily understood by children and parents of children. 
and um, a list of all the categories and the repertoire that is required. And children and youth just need to prepare two full songs. And we have a list of suggested repertoire types. Um, children can sing carols or hymns or children's songs. We're not expecting children to come in singing opera arias. And it's very age appropriate repertoire, which we define. And those resources and the resource package is just one PDF. You can download and go through all the sections of it. And it has a table of contents where you can find everything very easily. And those are now really available on nats.org website, um, very easy to find. We've reorganized the site. And if you've been there for before looking for NSA information, you will be so happy. Everything is easy to find now. And you know, we're also thinking of the teachers in this too, and of educating. Anybody can go to those pages and see them. Um, but other things we included are NATS has a lot of resources as far as our Journal of Singing. There's some articles there about children singing and youth singing. And there's also our Live Learning Center. And there have been presentations that you can um, you, that you can get and learn a little bit more about children. And so we looked at some of that. And then the resources for repertoire, I think, are really excellent. Uh, and resources of books and publications. So it's not just that we're doing this just for the auditions. We also, we want to enlighten people about, you know, what is out there for all of us. So the categories in, in the children and youth categories themselves, um, I, I, I took note one thing that, that I think makes a lot of sense that I'm sure you all discussed probably, or maybe it was just an obvious choice, um, was that, uh, you know, once we get to the, our high school categories, which has always been this way, we divide by voice type, mm -hmm. but not in these categories. Um, and maybe that was just the obvious choice. Um, uh, but we, so we have categories that go for nine and under, and then a 10, 11 category. Mm -hmm. And then, am I reading this right? 11, 11 and under. And, and, then, and then one that's a 13, 14 year old, right? 11 to so 14. We're going from what used to be called junior high or pre-high school. Got it. To ages as young as teachers feel comfortable teaching students. Got it. Got There's it. no Got bottom it. cutoff. There's for no bottom how cutoff. A student can be. So you could have your sweet little five-year-old up there, you know, and your four-year-old, your three-year-old. I mean, it, and, and think of how that's going to make our auditions so profound. Oh, yeah. uh, tr 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 truly, because, you know, for years I've enjoyed it when at, at regions or local auditions, when there's been uh, an avocational adult uh, who was maybe yes. 70 and comes in singing some Verdi aria out of nowhere. And you're like, what in the world just happened? Yeah, this is yeah. wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, so it really adds to the to the, the, the full, you know, package. You teach some of these. Oh, yes. Yeah, I have several students that would actually, most of my private students would fall into that under 11 category. Right. So, I mean, you know, Aww. this is this is giving um, our teachers who, you know, maybe the majority of their studio is is children oh, yeah. um, or, or those under 18, perhaps we should, we should you know, uh, and, and it, it maybe expands their options. Quite I love a lot. it, too, because it's just more human. Right. You know, how many of us are going to go sing at the Met, you know, and that that's kind of what the standard 
sort of used to be that you were all mm. trying to express them that way classically. <laughs> we are now acknowledging that music is all music is wonderful and that all ages of singing are wonderful. And mm -hmm. I think that's a great way to transition in a way because um, to, as we as we move to the CM categories, because in these children and youth categories, we have we do have classical musical theater and CM in all of these age brackets. It's not just like we just we just added classical or just added musical theater, yeah. but we added all of these three uh, subcategories at these age brackets, which I think is, is, is fantastic. Oh, because that's what they want to sing. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's what, yeah, I mean, yeah. they come in either wanting to sing Frozen <laughs> or they tell me they want to sing Katy Perry. I, I, know? I, I keep telling Ped Claw, which is such an interesting, it's, it's true. No, because I have, I have grad students who teach at a local music studio in town and um, the majority of their, the business, the whole business model for that studio is that it's homeschool kids coming during the day for their mm. music lessons. And I'm amazed that my grad students come back and they're like, yeah, they just, you know, my, my, my 10 year old just wants to sing Adele. And yep. I'm like, yeah, I mean, of course. And then, and then of course my grad students are like, and then I look at the parents and I'm like, are you sure you want your 10 year old to sing these lyrics? But that's a different, that's a different, <laughs> it's a different uh, it's conversation. another fun aspect of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so transitioning then to the CM categories, Noel, uh, t talk to us about your committee and, and you know, s some of the discussions that maybe happened behind the scenes in your committee. Yeah, so um, we had an amazing committee. We had Dr. Trinice Robinson-Martin, who's actually been a mentor at Nats, um, and she's a leading pedagogue in gospel and soul. We had um, Dr. Uh, we had Lindia Johnson, who we call Ms. Lindia. She works at the USC Thornton School, and she's also been part of the Grammy Foundation, the Recording Academy, and setting up those educational models. Yeah. Uh, we had John Weston, who's a producer. He happens to be my producer, but he has worked with everybody on the planet, Beyonce, Shakira, Yo-Yo Ma, um, classical to pop to um, Turkish music. Um, so he's incredibly well-rounded and, and could advise us, not being a member of Nats, but what the real world is. When he comes, when we get clients in the studio, we don't talk about CM or what are you singing today? You know, it's like, hey, who are you? You know, um, so we had him. And then, of course, Alisa was heavily involved in our committee and Dan Johnson as well. Wilmot Johnson, who again is such a great resource. So, um, and we also had Jessica Baldwin. Uh, she had to leave the committee at the end, but she came up with a survey that we sent out to independent voice teachers through Facebook groups because we really wanted to hear from the community. And frankly, many of the community, uh, many of our community voice teachers who are teaching young kids and pop music are not members of Nats. So it's very hard to do a survey in Nats when you have a lot of teachers who are doing this for a living and they are not members. So we are hoping through this committee that we had was reach out to our community, find the teachers that are actually doing this for a living, help us. You don't have to even be a member, help us, give us, you know, fill out our survey, tell us what you need, how can we support you? We want these CM committee, we want these CM teachers to join us. We wanna bring workshops that they want you know, we want to learn from them, come and teach us something, learn from each other, support each other. So we had a lot of discussions 
really about what do our CM teachers want and how can we bring value to them. And so based on those discussions, we came up with a one page PDF that Elisa was referring to also it's on the Nats website, kind of like, how do we do this? How do we roll this out, you know, and we're encouraging chapters to reach out to their community and find teachers that teach at least 50% of their business in CM music. Um, and then bring them in to be guest judges, do a local workshop. Maybe you have your CM online because you don't wanna have so many rooms of equipment. It's a little overwhelming. We're recommending, how about that first round be online with a microphone, with amplification, and then take your semifinal finals in person, maybe at a coffee house, maybe a night out, maybe a networking for teachers. How about let's support our teachers doing this. We don't usually show up at Boston Conservatory with a free and grand piano behind us. We don't, right? And I was president of Boston and we did it. We had classical musical theater and CM, CCM at the time. And it was a little awkward going from the arias to amplification and a singer songwriter at a piano. So you can do that, but we're suggesting, here's some new ways to think about this. Don't be overwhelmed. How about a networking night? Introduce your CM, go to your local coffee place and have your young performers get on that mic keyboard and then have bring in your judges from the local community and your Nats members who are doing this. Did that make sense? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's great. You know, so I think something that we should, um, you know, maybe just address uh, and just say it just to say out loud that that we as Nats recognize that the, a cate- making an umbrella category like CM is not perfect. Right. Can we just say that out loud? Yeah, I'll say it out loud and I'll tell you something. We had so many discussions. Why aren't we splitting jazz, gospel, pop? You know, the the bottom line is we have to start somewhere yeah. and we don't we need to test the waters. And it is our hope It is my hope, certainly being in the pop community, that we are going to expand and have so much interest that we can find those jazz teachers to come in. Let's do a jazz category. But you know what? You have to start somewhere. And I think the same thing happened when you all rolled out musical theater. You know, you know what are we doing? And if, if, if I may, and this is just my thought on this, and please, this is not anyone else on this panel. This is just me from my own singing background. Um, having grown up both a musical theater singer and a classical singer both. I don't think our classical category is perfect in the same vein. Because if we're being completely frank, a Baroque artist in 2023 doesn't sing a whole lot of Wagner. And (laughs) like those are such different vocal tasks that you know, in a lot of ways, even the things that we have in one category, singing a German leader is not singing in an Italian opera aria, if we're actually talking about it in the industry. And so I, you know, I, I, it, 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 we're doing our best, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there is, right. this is not perfect. It's not about perfection. This is about, we're trying to expand horizons, to bring more teachers in, to bring more students in, to make more opportunities for people. And, and I mean, that's really the goal in all this, right? Is, is, is to be more accessible, to you know, recognize industry trends, and, 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 and to create opportunities for students, right? Right. And not create barriers. 
Right. So for instance, what you just said about a Wagner singer singing Baroque, I have a, a sort of a big voice and I sing a, t- I sing a ton of Baroque, but I sure. sing it in my regular old voice, you know, of that, course. that I use, you know, so there, there's more exceptions than there are standards almost. And of just course. to throw in one other really interesting and broadening thing with the Nats is for the first time now we have an international region. We used to have 14 regions that uh, in Canada and the United States. And now we have Sarah Holman is the governor of the international region. And so we have um, chapters in India, in Hong Kong, in South Korea, and in South Africa, where this summer in South Africa, they had their first ever on the continent of Africa, the first ever meeting of music, singing music of this kind. And that is, so now you talk about, okay, um, CM, classical, music theater, uh, and, and all the things that they bring to the plate too. Um, the Afrikaans uh, language, the, you know, it's just, so we're blowing it out of the water. And this is really exciting. I'll tell you what, I, I was able to um, be one of the uh, adjudicators um, for the international conference online. Um, and I, I just, I guess because I have experience teaching this and I said I would, I was one of the judges for the youth um, CM categories for, for that, uh, youth and high school categories. And man, I had a great time. <laughs> I just had a great time. Um, I, can, Noelle, would you address like um, in the CM categories about um, the different forms of accompanying that we now can that, uh, like um, have? Yeah, yeah. So uh, they can sing to tracks. Uh, they could sing with a pianist in the room or a guitarist in the room. We are not having them sing with a band because that kind of, you can't set up and take down a band for every five no. minutes, right? Be a lot. <laughs> um, and the other thing is they can do an original song. They can play for a company themselves. Um, it's, we are not running a, a songwriting competition. It is a, still a vocal competition. So we're asking they do, if they're doing an original, it's, I believe one original Elisa and not all originals. Like, uh, but, but basically, students sing less repertoire the younger they are, and the right. older they are, they sing um, more repertoire. And so the number of originals increases, but it is a percentage of the whole repertoire that they enter for their competition. I see. So that option to do a self-composed song um, is there at every level. Right. I, I think the biggest thing for us is that they need to record, they need to do their pre, their their recordings or their live with amplification. Yeah. So yeah. we even have a, a very easy to carry with you uh, equipment list that my producer came up with um, at a discount. That's on the Nats website. Um, we've even thought in New England that maybe New England would purchase this and then loan it out to Rhode Island and Massachusetts oh, and Maryland, so that so you can do things like that. But a lot of colleges have that already. So it's not as overwhelming as it might seem. True. Um, yeah. And so so yes, they can they we're open to anything except we don't want to do bands because it's not battle of the bands. We really do need to um, address specifics in their vocals. And we redid our rubric so that you're you're still singing well and we have this rubric to help our judges maybe think of artistic interpretation first 
not breathing. Mm. Maybe mm-hmm. think of lyrics, vocal stylisms, musicianship, tone. It's all there, but we've reorganized it. So you go to artistic inter- interpretation first, right? Mm. And you can do a musical theater song in a CM way, like Sarah Bareilles yeah. put out, she used to be mine. So can we sing that in this competition? Absolutely, but you have to sing it in a CM pop styling way. I mean, personally, I want to encourage my students to reach out of the box and actually find some really cool CM music and not grab their first overdone musical theater piece that has been put out on the radio. Um, But it's okay. They can. Um, Yeah, sorry. That that just made me think of a lesson I was having yesterday. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I I lost totally lost my train of thought because I was talking (laughs) with uh, someone about the panic at the disco into the unknown. Oh my gosh, it's literally what popped into my head when she said <laughs> oh like God. overdone song released on the radio and all, and all I'm picturing is a bunch of seven-year-olds walking in singing. <laughs> Sorry, that, I, I, I was... I... Yep. Ah. It's a fun version. It is also the very first week of the semester for us, vocal fam. Yep. And so like my brain is like... Mush. Is, is half mush, half Carmen... And half <laughs> uh, syllabi, and uh, uh, yeah. and uh, that that's just uh, happens to be where we're at at the at the present moment. I'm glad you yep. said that about actually using some of the musical theater things too, um, in, in that way because I know that we talked about that at the board meeting this summer too. Um, but that's a, that's a great thing, and I think the the um, the equipment thing is is a nice. Is is a? I'm glad we made that list. Uh, the, the you know yes. the offer for that simple setup of a system. Um, you know something I know we're talking about in in our region that I think regions may need to think about is you know maybe having a board position who like is there like technology person maybe like for oh the God, auditions please. like specifically for the CM auditions that that they have somebody in place who is familiar with the equipment who maybe their maybe their role is they are just in those rooms making sure that the tech is running making sure that you know sure. you know people have the connections that they want um you know that that sort of stuff i, I will say most of those artists like if they're going to bring their own guitar, they're 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 at least going to bring their own cable too. Like they're at least going <laughs> to. Most right. of them are going to think about stuff like that themselves. Sure, um, but with tracks, I mean, inevitably, someone's just going to walk in with their iPhone and be like, "Can I? What do I do? Do you have something to plug this up?" Like, y- y- yes, that is. Do you mean you mean like our musical auditions? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Can I play this from YouTube? <laughs> the answer for us is yes. Um, can I ask another question about um, and and I you know, Elisa or Noel? I don't really care which of you wants to jump in on this. But one of the complaints that I've heard from colleagues, uh, or not complaints, concerns that I've heard expressed from colleagues with the CM categories is how do I adjudicate if someone comes in with a hip hop song and then the very next thing is a country song? How do I put those two next to each other? I think specifically they're thinking in terms of like overall scoring. Um, did you want to respond to that in any way? Yes. We have a rubric which lists standards that would apply to all genres of music. 
and um, then you just hear it through the filter of the style you're hearing. There will be a training video for adjudicators that is just a five-minute video to give you some reminders of how to do that. And um, the scoring sheets, this year for the first time, you will be able, as adjudicators of auditions, to do your scoring online, whether it's virtual auditions or live auditions. And so the standards to remind you are on the scoring sheet, but they do not average to your composite score because maybe in listening to commercial music, the um, artistic interpretation of the style that you're interpreting the song in, in the performance of that particular selection is more important. Maybe if you're rapping, the lyrics are more important and the musicianship of the rhythm is more important. Mm -hmm. And so each judge is allowed to weight um, the standards in their composite score as they deem appropriate to the music that they're hearing. Fantastic. You want to add anything to that, Noelle? Again, reaching out to your community who teaches a varied amount of styles would be pretty important here. Running your auditions online first round, we have built a, um, a Google sheet of teachers who do this. So say, Nick, you're doing it. How about reach out to me? And I say, oh, find these five teachers. They could do online judging for you. So we're trying to have this huge support system. And by all means, community, get in touch with us. If you are teaching this and you can help, I will add you to the list of support. I could judge for a California competition. I could judge anywhere in the world. So we're trying to make ourselves available to be able to do that and support. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you said what you just said in terms of um, it, it's something that I, I remember our uh, in, in kind of our conversations in the board meeting in Chicago when we approved this, um, the concern was brought up about, you know, well, what if we do if we can't find judges for these categories? And I will say I, I um, one of the things that Alan had kind of preached about this was, well, if you only have four teachers who teach this style, make them the four teachers for that cat for adjudicators that category don't judge their own student and it will come out in the wash in terms of scoring anyway and that put my brain at ease a little bit um when when i was thinking of that for our own region because i hate to say this but sometimes we even have a difficulty here in our region of finding adjudicators for musical theater mm -hmm. um and so um different regions of the country have different populations of, of, of folks. And hopefully our, you know, reach will be expanding, right, Sarah? I think so. Yeah. All right. And again, again, you know, um, reach out, reach out to your community because, you know, the more, the more cooks, the better, you know, yeah. we need, we need help. And now we're saying we want your help, but we want to learn from you. We want to learn. Let's you know, that's a great idea. And I think we could carry it over to children and youth also, mm -hmm. you know, and what a great way to build the community, you know, in all of these areas in CM and in children and youth. And by saying you may not be a member of NATS, but we may be able to use your expertise, understanding children and youth voice and CCM or CM um, also. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention, um, Noel, you talked about singer-songwriters. That's a new paradigm, too. 
And that, you know, that might have a future, something or other within all of this as well. And, you know, we do have a lot of initiatives for um, mentoring of young composers. And uh, we have the, the Art Song Award for a new composition every year. You know, so um, I'm I'm just putting that in my brain uh, as a little radar to let's watch where that goes. Yeah, and I, I wanna also just say, look at your membership for Nats. We are more inclusive. We are inclusive of everyone now. And that was a big deal to me. And I, I wanted to see some changes happen when I was brought on in a board position. And I'm very excited that my CM teachers that may not look like you know, everybody else, they may have their training in gospel and soul and learn from the best, but maybe they don't have that BFA and MFA. Mm -hmm. um, they join Nats. It's now open to everyone and we need you. And this is how we're going to expand and have a good organization. And that's the only reason that I'm still involved in Nats, because I feel like now my friends can be members and they're really good at what they do. You know, and I'm a senior member and I my career has been classical, period. However, before that, I learned to play guitar. I learned to play ukulele, played cello, played piano, played organ. And and, and I say it was Peter, Paul and Mary. It was Simon and Garfunkel. It was, you know, all of that stuff. And I was not singing in my head voice. I was a good belter and nobody was telling me how to do it or why to do it. I just did it. So this is life. You know, your singing life isn't just going to be classical ever. You know, it's going to be everything. You wanted to say something? Oh, just saying that I do think expanding to those categories and bringing in teachers to judge that maybe aren't necessarily members of Nats, because I know s several people in our area who are independent teachers who are predominantly teaching these younger students and who maybe had been members of Nats in the past or had participated in Nats, but kind of let that go by the wayside because their students couldn't compete. And it wasn't like, you know, when they're trying to figure out what all to join and be a part of, it just didn't make the most sense. But I could see as they begin to find out about this, them wanting to join, bringing those students, bringing in this new influx um, to Nats, to these competitions, bringing fresh perspectives and things like that. Like, I think it's a great time. Um, also, I thought this earlier, but it just popped back into my head was just that one of the great things with the children's categories, and I'm sure like, I know y'all have all probably all worked with children at different times, the more they're getting up there and singing in front of people when they're young, oh. like, I think it makes a huge difference in that anxiety, performance anxiety, fear of competition, whatnot, like, so I love that we are giving them the opportunity, a place to, that's very safe, it's gonna be very supportive, but to go out there and to start experiencing that and something that's very easy. Cause I know sometimes too, it's very overwhelming to be like, what is out there to take kids to that? Like, and particularly because they're so young, that is going to be a very secure, like, again, you're going to, they're going to get feedback, but they're not going to get ripped to shreds. It's reputable. So, anyway. you know, and who would any of us be here? You know, and those of you listening, had we not sung, you know, yes. and we, I don't think anybody here waited until their voice had changed and they could sing. You did? Okay. Wow. I, I did not sing as a child. I did not what? start. I did not start singing until I was in eighth grade. Really? Wow. Ever. In fact, I hated it. 
Oh, I sang in the barn and I sang in just being frank. I don't have I never said this on the podcast. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, never sang till my voice had fully changed. I don't think I knew that. No, that's so interesting. Hmm. We learned something big here. I'll also get the opportunity to see older students sing and not just like adults, but to see, you know, an eight year old can come in like see the high schoolers compete, see the college students compete. And I think that's great too. Elisa. Yes. I would just like to add that there's been a lot of talk um, in the voice teacher community about competition and um, for younger students. And I want to say that no matter your age, you can enter the student auditions and just enter for comments only. You don't have to participate in advancing to the semifinal or final level of the competition. You can come sing and just get feedback and not ever receive a numerical score if that is better for your attitude. I think that um, the one thing that I have really loved, not the only thing, but one thing that I have really loved about the Nat student auditions, and notice they're called auditions, they're not called a competition, um, is that um, it has been a really enlightening tool in helping my students deal with the fact that everybody is not going to like you and you're going to go for a role and maybe you're really good at it and you don't get cast or you're going to interview for a job and you know you would be very good at that job but you don't get hired and that is just that resilience i find the nsa a great tool for helping students to realize that you get to define yourself as a singer, as a person, and other people are going to have opinions about Mm -hmm. you and what you offer, you know, both in a job or as an artist. And it doesn't define you, but it can enlighten you um, to realize that you get to define yourself and you get to grow. And hearing feedback makes you reconsider, maybe I could do better with my diction. Maybe I could do better at picking songs that fit my voice, you know, or maybe this person just didn't, you know, just didn't get what I was offering. It wasn't their cup of tea because all art is based in opinion and everybody's not supposed to like everything. That's why we have this grand variety. So there's something for everyone. And I think teaching students resilience is one of the greatest gifts we can give them. And I'd add to that perseverance that, you know, one of the greatest values is that with this, these auditions, you have a goal, you know, and, but what did you do to get to the goal, which is just to be there and do it. You know, what you did was you learned a whole bunch of songs, probably Mm -hmm. you carefully selected them, you honed them, you looked at the music, you probably learned how to read music better, maybe in foreign languages, different styles, maybe you experimented. I mean, our whole life with all of our musical stuff is one big experiment. You know, and you might have some landmark things that happen in your life regarding those things. You might be on The Voice. You might have a big audition for some opera company. You might do a recital, you know, but the greatest value is that it lives in you through your entire life then. Absolutely. Can I ask a question that I don't know the answer to? Um, Can I uh, 
if I was auditioning for a CM category, can I bring in a, like a K-pop song in a different language? Mm. That's yes. fine. That's cool. Yes. No problems there. No I could bring problem. in a Edith Piaf song in French. Oh, yes. Cool. Cool. Very cool. Um, and one thing that um, um, people running auditions or participating in them need to know is the repertoire selection in the CM categories only will not be vetted at entry because you can't know if it's CM till you hear it. You can't know by just Good seeing point. a title on a page. And so um, that means that everything is fair game for entering in the commercial music category, but realize that the, the comments are going to be filtered through hearing a specific commercial musical style and what that style needs to communicate and be effective art. Absolutely. One point I'd like to come back to with that um, is, you know, going back to the question that I had asked about, you know, concerns with folks doing, you know, how do I adjudicate a rapper against a, you know, a, a pop singer or whatever. If the folks on America's Got Talent can do it, <laughs> you can do it. Okay. <laughs> Let's just, let's just start and end there. That's, that's a good point. Uh, um, the other thing I wanted to come back to that we had brought up at one point, we were talking about expanding membership, and Noel, you were kind of alluding to this. I just want to be really clear. If you're out there and you're not a Nats member and you teach primarily you know, a uh, contemporary style and you're like, well, I, I do this and I've been doing this for 20 years, but I don't have a degree, you no longer have to have a college degree in singing or a college degree period to become a full Nats member. I just wanted to throw that out there that that is no longer a requirement um, to join. So please consider joining the organization. Come and make time. us better. Come and make us better. Like we are better if we have more varied perspectives and opinions and whatever. We are better mm -hmm. because of it. So please come and, and join Nats. Um, as, as we're wrapping up toward the top of the hour, um, are there any other things that we've not covered that we need to, to, to say about these categories? They are live now. You can see them. They will be at your region event this year. They're, they're online for NSA this year. They are, all of those categories are active for NSA, right? This year, yes, that's correct? Yeah. Yes. They're off and running. Okay. And a big thanks to all those chapters who dared to try some of this before yeah. and sort of kicked us to like, come on, let's do this. It's time. Yeah. I will just remind people that if they're looking for the commercial music recommended audio equipment package that is available at a special discount, if you use a Nats members code that is provided, all that information is in the commercial music resource packet. Great. So if you're looking nice. for that, that's we where you can find that. And also we have CM, you can listen to different clips like, oh, that's what hip hop is. You know, you can just, I mean, come on, just listen through and, and, uh, and just have fun, have fun, learn something new. And I think we have that for children and youth as well. Mm -hmm. 
I'm just looking I would also to, say please. at our workshops and conferences, you will find um, presentations and workshops and sessions, especially in our summer workshops this past year. We had hip hop, we had gospel, we had American spirituals. And so in the Nats organization, there's also continuing education specific to all these styles as well. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear our first Megan the Stallion I am um, entrance so into Nats. Excited. Um, but uh, I also am gonna have to put away my own love of you two and Sting um, and put my preferences beside myself and 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 and, and adjudicate I'm, I'm of course I'm kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, Anyway, all right, Vocal Fam, thank you so much to all three of you yes. for joining us today. Um, this is, it's just like, this is a, this is almost doubling. Is it, is it doubling? Is it doubling? It's the more categories? than doubling. Our more than doubling. I believe it. Golly. It's a lot. Um, so thank you to all three of you for your hard work on this. Thank you to your committees for your hard work on this. Um, and, you know, Vocal Fam, we're, we're out there to get information to you. So take advantage of this with you, your, your students. This is, a, this is a giant expansion of who you might even envision yourself being able to teach. Bring yeah. them, get, get some student feedback. It's a, I know, listen, I know independent teachers are looking for chances for their students to sing. Here's a chance for your students to yes. sing. And not only is it a chance for your students to sing, but get some feedback. And look, Nats is, right now, we're sitting at about 55 to 45% independent teacher majority. So like, don't think that Nats is an academic teacher organization only. We're actually a majority independent teacher organization. So, you know, come, come join Nats. Um, and, and for us here on the show, come join the Vocal Fam, season seven. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Sarah, what'd you have for breakfast? Um, Greek yogurt, always a solid choice, and then uh, toast. Have you had second breakfast yet or not? Oh, the Greek yogurt was second oh, breakfast. Oh, Greek yogurt was second First breakfast. breakfast was toast. We announced it on the podcast last week because Sarah had never said it, but that Sarah's seven and a half months pregnant. Almost eight on Monday. Oh, eight months pregnant on Monday, so. Woo! Um, look, you have an, uh, You can enter them in gnats. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah, that get, would the, be... get the birth cry on for gnats. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to want to hear that. Like, that's what I was telling you. But we my husband, it. It's great. <laughs> my husband and I have both have very resonant speaking voices and it hit me in the last week or two that it's going our child's it's gonna, gonna be, be the twangiest so baby you've loud. ever heard but anyway vocal fam we'll be back at you next week i ha I don't even remember with what i, I have don't absolutely it's, 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 it's something there's something coming up um, we will be here we next will be week. if i could just say one thing one shout out please um if, if you're a star wars fan please check out ahsoka oh it's really Pre good premiere is was absolutely wild so true to rebels um and if you've not watched rebels and you're trying to watch ahsoka you're going to be a little bit confused but it's watchable yes oh no it was as someone yeah, who okay, has good. not watched rebels like you can yeah, definitely it's tell it's that you're missing some context at times That's but they right. do a really good job of making sure that there's enough to keep you in the loop and just be aware of uncle fam who knows what's going to happen with pop culture because all of a sudden the studios are starting to push their <laughs> release dates because they can't yeah, have actors run out of because stuff. <laughs> actors are on strike and it's just going to start happening more and more and more and more and more i'm gonna, I'm gonna finally um, catch up on everything we're I've gonna missed. catch up on all the old stuff it's gonna be absolutely yeah, fantastic it's gonna be quite a time all right oh oh and and there was huge doctor who news this week 
Oh, all I'm, of I'm series, just... all of series fourteen oh, yeah, will drop this... in the spring. Yes, yes. and we I'm will get, and we will get a Christmas that. special. I'm very yeah, excited about, about that. that. All right, Vogel fam, that's it for us. Uh, we are out, and we'll be back with you next week. Woo. Peace. Peace.